Don't shift your weight. Don't stare. And for God's sake, whatever you do. Hello, and welcome to March Bradness. I'm Sarah. I'm Hannah, and this is the world's only March Madness-style Brad Pitt-themed podcast, where we're on a quest to find the ultimate... Oh! Wow! <laughs> fucked up. New! Um, we're on a quest to find the ultimate Brad by pitting every one of Brad Pitt's movies against one another. You're not wrong. Yeah. That's... It's just I swapped the order. That makes me feel rusty and, like, sad. Rusty like, uh, Rusty? If this episode sounds fucked up, it's because Justin ate Sarah's headphones and we can't EQ it. <laughs> I don't know what. Oh, oh Hannah's my phone <laughs> Hannah ordered a foam roller on Amazon, and it sounds like it's just been delivered. <laughs> there she goes. She's going down the stairs. She's really excited. She got kind of nervous because she paid extra for one-day shipping. And uh, our apartment is notorious for just, like, not delivering packages. Uh, But they rang the doorbell, and we were home. So this is an an exciting moment for her. There she is. Did you get it? Yeah. Yay! Live on the air. Unboxing. (laughs) It's wet. Rainy foam roller. <laughs> anyway, welcome back with us. I wish I'd ordered headphones. <laughs> didn't think of that, did you? No, I didn't. Anyway. Uh, what were we saying? Uh, we don't know what this episode is going to sound like, but hopefully fine. Probably fine. And uh, we're, we're back at you with another big pitting. I hope you didn't miss us too much last week. You found ways to entertain yourself, yeah. right, listener? This week? Ocean's Eleven. Versus the only good movie ever made, The Favor. It's, like, amazing. It's so good! Turns out, when you have women write movies about women, it is good. So much better. I don't want another man to write a movie about women ever again. No! Just let a woman do it. It's the cutest rom-com ever. It's Like, so this good. is positive straight representation, I'm gonna go ahead and say. I ship these couples. I know, me too! I would write fanfic about it. Oh, me too. Fanfic about it, but it's like self-insert fanfic. <laughs> like, who doesn't want that to be their life? I know. I guess, should we start with that or should we start with Osh? We'll talk about the favor, I think, because yeah, it's fresh. it's fresh, it's new, yeah. it's exciting. Yeah. Should we pull up the scorecard and score it live on yeah, the air? Yeah, let's score it live. Live on the air? It's on the website. <laughs> on marchbradness.net. Reader, if you're looking for the scorecard, I've gotten some questions about this. I need to do a dedicated tab. Uh, so for now, you have to click on listen, and then you have to click on new, new rules. rules. It's got a picture of the scorecard if you get confused. And then you can click on download the scorecard. And there's a PDF right in your browser. Wow. Magic of the internet. Technology is amazing. Okay. Do you want to guide the listeners through a brief journey of the fever? I sure fucking do. So two women are BFFs, best friends forever. Uh, One of them is married. Her name is Kathy. She has a little physicist husband and two beautiful daughters. One of which is named Hannah and she has glasses. (laughs) Uh, just like me, and she's, like, in this marriage, and she's happy, and it's, like, a really solid marriage, but her 15th high school reunion is coming up, and 15th, like, 15 years, 
not 15th, like she's 100. <laughs> <laughs> um, and <laughs> that's so many high school reunions. <laughs> they have one every year. So there'd be 75 years since you graduated, so everyone would be like 19. <laughs> Oh. You got really quiet. I was like, what's she doing? <laughs> I'm doing math, <laughs> counting by fives. Um, and so she's been fantasizing about her high school boyfriend. And we do mean fantasizing. Fantas- hey! <laughs> he just tried to bop me. He's going to get you. Justin, stop. So she's been fantasizing. So she's been having these wild fantasies about walking down the street, and then she sees them, and they start making out in the alley, and then her kids wake her up, and she's like, God damn it. I was just gonna get to the good stuff and then she you know she keeps going about this and it's really bothering her and she's like I just I can't stop thinking about him everything in my life is pretty much perfect but I just can't stop thinking about this so she turns to her friend Emily who is um never settled down you know she's a she's a wild and free 30 something lady me you are not 30 something almost no not really not even really almost 30 something 30 something is when you're like 34 Okay. Sarah's having a crisis. She thinks she's old. Please tweet her and tell her she's not old and show her pictures of old people and say, this is not you. I have a birthday coming up. Happy birthday, Sarah. Thank you. So she talks to Emily and is like, hey, when you go on your business trip to Denver, you should track down my old high school boyfriend and just like make sure to let me know like that he's just fat and ugly and didn't do anything so I can stop fantasizing about it or sleep with him. Uh, Emily sleeps with them. It's like, it's amazing. And then their, their friendship gets thrown into chaos. And then there's a whole bunch of capers and stuff. And then at the end, everyone gets everything sorted out and it's great. Um, Emily's plot is amazing. She's dating Brad Pitt, who is an artist. Hell yeah. And he's wearing super cute little glasses and he's a painter. He's like way younger than she is. But, uh, and he was like kind of immature or she at least thought imagined he was yeah and through all of this it turns out that emily gets pregnant she's like it's elliot brad pitts which is also the only suitable brad pitt name elliot is a beautiful brad pitt name (sighs) so emily gets pregnant with brad pitt's baby how do bobby form (sighs) i fucking shit um but she tells karen that it's her high school ex-boyfriend's baby just to like really piss her off and turns out though it was Elliot's and everybody lives happily ever after and they mm-hmm. get married and the what what's her name Karen the other one yeah almost has an affair and then they all join up to stop her yeah they prevent her from having her affair and then her husband is like I forgive you and then they yeah. smooch yeah and then they're like well we have the babysitter overnight and I have a hotel room so you know they finally get to do the do but you know what's up with that that I was thinking about is she's wearing lingerie that was clearly intended for her high school boyfriend holy shit don't ruin this for me (laughs) that would upset me personally I'd be like that's not for me yeah that was your cheating wear that was your cheating garb So, I mean, good on him for being so tolerant, I guess. Yeah, I feel like he already knows that she was gonna. Yeah. And I think they're gonna do the do, and then I think they're gonna have a good conversation. <laughs> now that her. we've boned it out, let's have a talk. Yeah, and then be like, hey, and she's gonna be like, I just felt... Because they did have, like, a bit of a talk where she was yeah. like, I feel like you were making me feel, like, 
sexy and appreciated. And, and I like, too, that she was failure. like, I like that she was like, it's about me, though. Yeah. She was like, this is my problem. Yeah. Like, you didn't do anything. Yeah, it was good. It was really, it was, there was a lot of communication yeah. at the end, which was really nice. Yeah. Um, even though there wasn't communication in the middle, but it wasn't, like, stressful dramatic irony. Yeah. Which is my biggest pet peeve. I get so stressed out during movies. Dramatic irony is stupid. It scares me. Like, just talk. Just say something. Brad Pitt is cute as a bug's ear. He's so cute. He's so cute. He spends a lot of the movie shirtless, which is really nice. And drawing her. And drawing. And it's just like, oh, he's so sensitive. I have to knock him, though, for drawing Emily's portrait with a tube of her lipstick. That's expensive. I like to think he bought her a new one. That would be nice, but that's still... I mean, talk about art supplies being expensive. <laughs> if you're, all of your paintings are being made with lipstick. Ooh. It, I, art students? Hey, that one's for free. Uh, <laughs> make them out of lipstick and period blend. Yeah, smoosh it all together and you can't Ooh. tell what's what. <laughs> and you say, this is womanhood. Weaponized femininity. Um... <clears throat> I really appreciated about this Brad, though, when he's having this confrontation with Emily, or confrontation, but he's like, he's going to talk to her, and he's like, you decided I wasn't ready for something without having a conversation with me. Yeah. Which I thought was very mature. That was very mature. And he was like, I was auditioning for something, and he didn't even tell me what it was, so yeah. I wasn't able to do that. That's not fair, and I need you to, like, let me prove that. I am yeah. ready to have this baby with you. And it was, like, so mature and yeah. just like, wow. I am. We liked each other. Now suddenly I'm out on my ass because you decide on your own that it should be something else. Well, fine. But on top of that, you decide that I can't handle this something else. So at this point, you're trying to tell me my limits. Well, I'll tell you something, lady. The only one whose limits we've proven are yours. Elliot, when you reach my Oh, age. that's crap. Sit down. You're not 95. Age has nothing to do with it. I was auditioning for something, you should have told me. You should have given me that chance. It was just such a, like, no-bullshit, like, positive yeah. thing. Yeah. I don't know. I really liked it. Yeah. I liked the Brad. I know, the Brad was so good. He's was... a cute baby Brad. Um, we have to each secretly score it really quick. Oops. So. Commitment. You gave him a three. Could you explain that? Yeah, I see that's quite a bit lower than you scored him. Yeah. Um, Hannah gave him a straight five, like yeah. the ho- top of the board. Yeah. So I guess for me, um, I always read commitment as like a little more of the technical, technical prowess. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I did see like a younger, more undeveloped Brad. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a little bit of like fluctuation in his character. Like I just felt like he maybe like I feel like if Brad put down the script and went out and lived his life for a month and then they had him come back and like do this character like he would do kind of a different voice and like be like maybe not 100% back in it mm, okay if that okay. makes sense like I don't I don't necessarily know that he ate slept and, and breathed Elliot <laughs> Elio 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 <laughs> um see I think I always get commitment and panache confused cause I was like man he's sinking his teeth in this one uh can we switch Commitment and panache for me since I got okay. them confused. Okay, so you gave him a four, which is still higher than I gave him. Yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree with you that he was definitely younger in it, but I think that a lot of his wishy-washy loosey goosiness sort of suited the character, and I think 
that some of it may have been intentional. Just because mm. he's supposed to be, like, perceived as this wishy-washy, loosey-goosey young mm. guy who's like, no, I'll go with you to your goddaughter's birthday, and then, like, throws a weird tantrum about it and stuff. Um, he did a good job with that, and, like, with seeing the character grow, mm-hmm. I think the distinct growth from Elliot throwing a tantrum at uh, Hannah's sister's birthday party, mm-hmm. who we'll call Ava, uh, <laughs> at Ava's birthday party, to you were giving me an audition that I didn't even know I was having. Um, I think that that shows, like, a commitment to acting. Right. You know? Right. Sorry. We'll give it to you. Um, I see we did agree on Panache. Yeah, he was, he was all in. That was a straight he five. Was going for it. That was a straight five. The baby brides always get straight fives for I Panache because they guy, fucking, they're going for he it. He's like, this role could be my last or yeah. it could be my big break. Yeah. And he's just, he's singing his teeth and he's going, chew it up like a steak. Um, num, 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 num. And then uh, emotion. Emotion. What do we got here? Emotion. Uh, you gave it a yes. Uh, I think you're in the wrong category. No, but the Y and the four look the same. <laughs> they look similar. I was making a joke. I get it. Yeah. Uh, we both gave it a yes. Yeah. Uh, we, <laughs> we both gave it a four. Yes for emotion. Um, yeah. I mean, I just thought it, it was actually a surprising amount of emotional range. Like you said, the role where, or the line where he's like, I didn't know I was auditioning. It was good. It was yeah. heartfelt. I feel like he was feeling it. Um, it wasn't like gonna make me cry or anything yeah um but it was it was good for what it was yeah yeah i'm into it and uh final most important category is he sizzling <laughs> is he giving body yaddy yaddy and the answer is yes absolutely if you don't think this rat is like a, a looker you're blind even sarah thinks so she hates men i hate men more than anyone this is a looker he looks so, good. He looks so good. His little glasses. Serving it up. His abs. Is, his little whitewashed jeans. Can you never say abs <laughs> again? <laughs> Are you Gollum? <laughs> abs. Abs. <laughs> yes, his abs. <laughs> we likes them. <laughs> Go to jail. March Madness goes to jail. Okay, I hear it. I hear it. Um, so yeah. overall, you gave it a thirteen. You gave it a fourteen. So what's thirteen plus fourteen? Someone who's good at the economy, seven. help me. This twenty-seven. Cool. Uh, good job. It's a good score. We should put all our final scores on the website. Yeah. Check out the challenge. If you haven't seen the bracket lately, you should look at it because it's cool. cool. It gives you a sneak peek of what episodes coming up. I like to look at it just for fun sometimes. Yeah, it's great. Um, and that is challenge.com slash marchbradness. Hannah, did you just write foam on your foam roller box? <laughs> yeah, so we know what it is. Okay. I'm very excited. Thank God for that. I okay. ordered it on impulse last night and I wasn't even drunk. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I love it. It's just in pain. <laughs> Hannah. Uh. All right. Next up. Does this mean that I have to try to explain the plot? I'm going to do the worst job of it ever, okay? Because this movie always confuses me. Like I said, there's 11 men. I'm face blind. I never know what's happening. Um, So Brad Pitt 
and George Clooney are the co-stars, the big boys in this film. There's 11 men, like we mentioned. Uh, George Clooney is like robbing a bank. Uh, Sorry, a casino. (laughs) I'm building blind. (laughs) Um, And they're really excited about it. And he gathers a troop of the finest men across the country. And some are old and some are young and some are acrobats and some are Brad Pitt. And uh, they rob a casino. And guess what? They get away with it. And it's great. The end. How is that? It's good. Also, Brad Pitt plays Rusty and he has a hand tattoo of a scorpion. And he teaches Tobey Maguire how to play poker. Yeah. I mean, like, how would you describe the character of Rusty? He's the sidekick you underestimate. Mm-hmm. I would say, like, George Clooney is of Ocean's Eleven, the main character. Definitely. And, and Clooney's, like, confident. And his yeah. whole thing, he's trying to get his girl back. Yeah. Who's dating the casino owner. Yeah. That really pisses him off. He hates that. <laughs> <laughs> hates it. <laughs> Homie. Homie. Leave Benedict alone. You do such a good Marge impression. <laughs> what was I going to say? Uh, Rusty, yeah, so Rusty has some stuff going on under the surface, I think. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is. We saw in our 8,000th viewing of Ocean's Eleven a lot of sadness in him this time. He's really Sad. He's fucking sad. He's upset. He's like that scene where he's at the bar and he's like looking sadly at the strippers. Yeah. And then the bartender's like, how are you doing? And he's like, I'm having the worst night of my life. And he goes, what? And he goes, I slept with your wife. And then the guy's like, neat. And Rad's like, cool. Like, the, are you suicidal only in the morning? Yeah, he straight up is like, Brad, what's so, up? So this is a really sad Brad. Ugh. And I don't know why. I don't either. I'm, I I would be interested with this revelation, which I don't know how I've never had before because I'm always here for, I'm not always here, but like I am more here for sad white boys than I absolutely should be. I can't believe I didn't realize how sad Rusty is. I don't know why. I feel like obviously we talk about this a lot um, and we're always like, oh, Rusty, he's like fun, spunky, charming, whatever. I mean, it's hard too because we've got Ocean's 12, which is like a very different like lens yeah. for this because like more about him is revealed blah 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 blah. but like taking this movie at face value like there's not a ton of Brad in it no obviously Clooney's the focus and like I wouldn't even say that Brad gets like a shining moment in yeah. this um, he's, he's a good supporting player yeah I mean he super holds his own I know we talk about like this is a good example of how he's good at playing off of others god I don't know why he's so sad <laughs> I don't either. Does somebody have any good Ocean's Eleven fanfic to recommend? Because I feel like fanfic will have the answer. Mm, Because Clooney is getting back with the girl. Oh, man. And they've canonically fucked in this universe. For sure? Yeah, we talked about that last time. Yeah. Oh, damn. I mean, like, not for sure. This is just us talking (laughs) shit, but come on. But, like, they have. Yeah. You can't tell me that Rusty and Danny haven't. Yeah, come on. They're, they're in love. Is there fanfic of it? I'm gonna Google it. You know what? If there's not, I'll write it. I'll write it. (gasps) I'll do it. Cool. I've never written fanfic in my life, but this seems like a good... It's just regular writing. Good time to start. Yeah. My Ocean's Eleven fanfic by Sarah (laughs) Baker. Hello. I'm really struggling with this scorecard also. I gotta go with my gut. I'm very nervous. Oh, no. I'm a little nervous. Oh. Wow. 
Um, so Sarah, we gave them very different scores. Yeah, we actually did. I'm really surprised by this. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, spoiler alert, I give him fives across the board. Yeah. Um, here's why. I think that Brad, as I see you agree, with charisma. A commitment? (laughs) Commitment. Anyway, yes, we agreed on commitment. He's committed to this role. This is like, this, he eats, sleeps, and breathes rusty. He could not be rusty for eight years and then immediately turn rusty back on. And slap that hand tattoo on and he's like, Hello! I'm back! He is rusty in another life. Like, rusty and Brad are one. He's kin (laughs) with rusty. He's rusty kin. Me too. (laughs) That's not true. Um, <sighs> yeah, no, he's Brad and Rusty are are almost symbiotes, you know. Yeah, Rusty's very close to the surface of Brad, yeah. more so than I think any other character. Yeah, um, which I felt leaked into the panache mm. personally. I feel like because Brad and Rusty are so intertwined and intermingled that like he. He just has fun, and he's quick, and he's sharp, and he's, like, clearly just having a great time, mm-hmm. even though Rusty is very sad for some reason. Mm-hmm. Brad himself is clearly having a whale of a time with his buddies, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that really comes through, and I know we talk about how Panache is, like, is he having fun with it? Is he having a good time? Is mm-hmm. he, like, in, in it to win it? I feel like the Osh make him in it to win it. Hannah, can you count? <laughs> Sorry, I totally interrupted you. That was a very valid point. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, was... that wasn't a toilet, and I can't count. That's the moral of that segment. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, what led you to a four? Um, I. What did lead me to a four? I said that for Panache, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, I'm just thinking about the favor, and I'm like, I can't say that that Rusty has more panache than Elliot. I, I, and like maybe it's the character. Like he's just he's a dry mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. Um, like I just feel like in Oceans there weren't as many like standout moments, like in terms of panache. But, I mean, I gave him a four. Right, which, which is isn't high. to say, it's very high. It's very good. He is full of panache. It just wouldn't be I'm, a five for me. I'm thinking about his scene in the, as, as the doctor when he's, like, resuscitating. Maybe you didn't recognize Brad. When he is he a doctor? A he's wearing a wig. He comes in when Saul has his quote-unquote heart attack and faints in the security room. Brad is the EMT who comes in, and he's, like, giving him CPR, and it's like... <sighs> and like goes full like soap opera and it's really good it's really funny oh no <laughs> Sarah's gonna have a really hard time watching the big short oh no <laughs> they like really normie him up no you can't do that I can't, people don't wear wigs <laughs> god ask me how I do watching RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> poorly <laughs> Um, cool. All right. Well, that's fair. I don't disagree. No, I don't I don't disagree. I see the merit of the four, especially it's hard for anyone to go up against a young brat. It is hard. It's just he's got so much fun. He's got so much energy. Okay, you gave him a straight five for emotion as well. He's so sad. He's pretty sad. 
He's emoting. Okay, so way back in 2009. Yeah. Uh, when the social network. Yeah. Was out. Yeah. Um, in the Oscar season, we did a lot of conversing within amateur film discourse uh-huh. Tumblr about the merits of Jesse Eisenberg's acting as uh-huh. Mark Zuckerberg and uh-huh. how he doesn't really do much, but that's very powerful mm-hmm. in how he conveys the emotions. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a very similar thing is happening with Brad Pitt in mm-hmm. Ocean's Eleven. Right. Where he's playing cool and suave and, like, arguably one to two-ish note because right. he's like, snack in and like no kid but then when you get those sadness like sad brad right it was like knife in the gut right <sighs> like he is by the sea level sad he's pretty fucking sad in and this. like that's so interesting yeah it is i want to know what's up yeah caitlin what's wrong with rusty caitlin why is he sad <laughs> Help us. Like, this Brad, Rusty, like, is pretending to be really fine. Yeah. But every night at, for bed, he drinks a nightcap and listens to the National Sleep No More. Yeah. Or whatever. And a single tear rolls down his face. And he yeah. goes, what the fuck am I doing? Maybe he doesn't want to steal. And then I'm like, I know that Ocean's 12 takes place after Ocean's 11. Yeah. But... The scene with him and the Interpol lady at yeah. the very beginning. Yeah. Is that before Ocean's Eleven? Ooh, I hadn't thought of that. Right? I feel like it's definitely something to do with that girl. I feel like he just got broken up with. Right? I'm like, hmm. Like, I feel like that's going on. And I feel like I would like to pay really close attention in a subsequent watching, which is annoying because I'm like, we've seen this so many times. How has it taken us so long? Why? But, I mean, it's like there's a subtlety to him. And I think that speaks so highly to Brad. Yeah. That there's so many things happening, and he's managing to portray his own character. Yeah. No, that's so true. And, like, I don't think they told him to do that. No. I think he was just like, hey, my character has a really sad backstory. And they're like, okay, cool. This is my OC. They're like, you don't have to do that. Like, you're not the focus. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to do it anyway, though. I'm, like, sad. Rusty's sad. Okay. He's a sad guy. All right. Go for it. We were thinking, like, cool and suave, but, like. (laughs) He can be sad. That's arguably more interesting, Brad. And he's like, yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) It is. Continues drawing. Um... Yeah, I would be interested, spinoff podcast, Yeah, since everyone's always freaking asking, and I'm like, this is going on until 2019. <laughs> is that not enough is for you? Enough? Why do I have to do more? <laughs> uh, but a deep dive into the Oceans trilogy. Ooh, there's a lot going on. There's like a shit ton going on. The Oceans 11 extended universe. And now there's another one, Ocean's too. They keep making them. With Sandy as Danny's sister. Oh, my God. It We'd is, have to make, like, charts and stuff. Is Charlie Kelly? <laughs> is George Clooney going to be back for Oceans 8? I don't know, dun, dun, man. Dun. I don't know. But. <laughs> but is Brad Pitt hot in Oceans 11? It's a no from me. That's fair. I'm sorry. It's, okay. it's the buzz. He doesn't even have a buzz cut. Well, he's got like shortish hair. He's just like a guy. Like nothing about this man stands out to me. I said yes. Um, unsurprising. Unsurprising. Holy convincing. I would be surprised if you didn't like him. Yeah. He's hotter in this one than he is in Ocean's 12, though. Even without the beetle skin jacket. <laughs> Slowly skinning every beetle. At Alexander Wang, have I got a tip for you. The ear 
iridescent. Yeah, because I, so, I think that's like a common, it's like a fashion thing and well, yeah. good and suave, the buzz cut really. You don't think good fashion can overcome Brad's buzz cut? No. Wow. I think good fashion can overcome Henry's buzz cut, but Henry is, has a buzz cut and like. It's because Brad isn't um, wayfish. He doesn't look like he's got. Yeah, he's too beefy. So yeah. his like buzz cut makes him look meathead. Yeah. As opposed to like his buzz cut making him look like I just recovered from a serious illness. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah finds her next boyfriend at the, the morgue. <laughs> Oh, pushing Daisy's fantasy. Am I right or am I right? <laughs> this is Timothy. He died of tuberculosis. <laughs> oh no, we can't touch, but he's so hot. Uh, anyways, at Timothy Chalamet, I can be reached on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Letterboxd. Why don't we so. tweet? We'll tweet this at him. <laughs> at Timothy Chalamet. We, we did this for you. Mystery blonde? What about mystery brunette? I'm so excited for his math movie. <laughs> I know. It's a good thing. Anyways, okay, so final score for Oceans. You got 16. And you did 13. Which, like, isn't that far. Yeah. I mean, okay, so I have to admit, I'm sorry that I accused you of not being able to count. What happened was I looked over at my scorecard and I got really nervous because I looked at that and I was like, the favor just won. And I was like, what did we do? And then I was like, oh, we had a miscount. So I apologize once again. That's okay. Don't worry about it. But the favor only lost by two points. <sighs> that was close. Which is really close. And I think correct. Yeah, I know. I was just like worried because I was like, you know what? I know that Ocean should win. But I was like, what if we fucked up in scoring it? But we didn't. We didn't. We would never do such a thing. Um, I just feel like the favor is obviously fantastic. But it's perfect, and you have to watch oh it. Oh my god, just watch it. It's If you watch one movie that you hadn't seen before from March Bradness, like, due to our recommendation, outside of Dark Side of the Sun, oh, which is perfect, yeah. have it be the favor. Yeah. My, my list, my top three of unseen Brad Pitt movies that you need to see, Dark Side of the Sun, The Favor, Across the Tracks. Oh, I love Across the Tracks. Love it. Which zoom also on past the, to the next round. The uh, oh good, good God, that's amazing. Um, also the VHS. What was the the Happy Together? Oh, Happy Together. I I would not say watch that for the Brad. Yeah. So much as watch it. For oh, just watch it for the movie. No, this one you got to see the Brad. You got to see his glasses. Oh my God, they're so good. They're a cute little clear kind of with a top bridge thingy. Yeah, they're like the very '90s like aviator thing we were doing without the middle bar. Yeah. It's just it's really good. I want them. That's cute. Cute as a button. Cute as a bug's ear. Um, congratulations, Oceans. Once again, Oceans Eleven steals a victory, sweeping past the favor and into the third round. I feel like the Oceans are going to meet at some point. <laughs> That's going to be interesting. What if they meet in the final? I don't know. I hope they don't. Yeah. Because I'm, I really, I would feel like very, well, duh, if it was, it came down to an Oceans movie. Yeah. I want to be surprised. I do too. I'd be a little embarrassed. Yeah, I'd be like, well, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, but like, they're good movies, guys. I don't know why. Also, I feel like people are always like weirdly anti-Oceans. Yeah. Which is like, have you seen the Oceans movies? They're good. And for me, it's so quintessential. Yeah. They're important films. (sighs) Get your head on straight. Good remakes don't exist. False Oceans.
And now Rihanna's in one, so... Kate Blanchett's playing Brad. Fucking bless America, am I right? Am I right? Did you see that photo set that I reblogged of Kristen Stewart looking at Kate Blanchett with the biggest, like, fuck me eyes I've ever seen? It's so good. They're both in, like, like, pastel suits. It's one of the best things I've ever seen. But that's for another day. Um, Anyway. Hey, guess what? The next episode's coming out on June 6th. (gasps) And it's going to be Megamind versus... The Assassination of Jesse James. By the coward Robert Ford. Um, follow us online. We're on Twitter, March Bradness. Instagram, March.Bradness. Facebook, March Bradness. Our website is MarchBradness.net. And you can see my individual reviews of the Brad Pitt movies with the tag March Bradness on Letterboxd. I tag everyone with March Bradness. It's my only tag. That's so cute. I want to look. Thank you so much for listening. If you have iTunes downloaded and have not yet already given us five stars, please do that. I would really appreciate it. Tell your friends about us, Yeah, let your friends know. We don't have a way of getting discovered. We're not rich men. No, we're not. Anyway, I am too. Have a wonderful day. I'm going to pick up my laundry before somebody steals it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy a romper, I think. (gasps) Hannah's Hannah's going to romp. I do. I would love to join. Thanks. I'm excited for you to go on this personal journey. All right, let's go romp. All right, I love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.